This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Phil says he feels disrespected by the Browns, and he absolutely has no clue where he is going. Does he have the right to feel this way? Uh, is anybody going to pick him up? Will he still be a Cleveland Brown when the regular season starts, even though they have Deshaun Watson? Derek Carr gets a big contract extension, and he is worth it. And will the Kansas City Chiefs offense look the same without Tyra Kale and Sammy Watkins? We'll discuss all that today on the Coach Steve Show podcast. Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. If you're watching it on the YouTube channel, please hit that like button and the subscribe button. Um, if you're listening to an audio form, it can be found anywhere you listen to your podcast. So please follow it and rate it. Give it a review and a uh, star rating on Apple. Uh, go do that for me, please, and thank you. Uh, help support the podcast. If you want extra bonus episodes and extra topics, 
Um, check out the Coach Steve Show on Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com, the Coach Steve Show. It will be there for you. There's different tier members to help support the show. These are the ones you listen to are free, but if you like what you hear and you want to hear more and be a part of merch giveaways, shout outs, uh, live Q&As, uh, maybe send questions in for guests. Go check out the Coach Steve Show Patreon and get involved in that. It helps support the show to want to grow this out. Um, this podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Media Network. They, the, the website is still bellyupsports.com, but make no mistake, it's still Belly Up Media Network. So if you go to bellyupsports.com and check out all the podcasts and blogs and all different types of media f- there for you, um, there's something out there for everybody, not just sports, but something out there for everybody. Um, go do that for me. And this podcast is also brought to you by uh, Coach Stone Football and his Back to the Basics drill manuals. If you go to CoachStoneFootball.com and check out his Back to the Basics drills, you will never have to look at another drill again, I promise you, because football coaches, we're coming up on the spring and the summer, and we're looking to get back to the basics, and Coach Stone does all the work for us. Um, so again, CoachStoneFootball.com. Check out his Back to the Basics drill manuals. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. So the Baker Mayfield scenario, drama, things are still continuing. As we all know, obviously, Deshaun Watson was cleared besides 12 other things that have to go through the court, which means there's 12 other people accusing him of sexual misconduct and getting his butt massaged and traveling far away. But, again, we've talked about legal system stuff on here before, especially on my first Patreon episode. He was cleared, and so the NFL said, okay, he's he's cleared. And so the Browns wasted no time and quickly went and snatched him up and then is now going to pay him over $200 million. But the weird thing is you have a quarterback who you gave money to in Baker Mayfield. He was your first pick in the draft. He's been your starting quarterback for the last couple years. Led the Browns to the playoffs for the first time since we were all born. Uh, and they snatched up Deshaun Watson. Now, Baker Mayfield and all of us know the NFL is a business. And it's a business that makes a lot of money. And it's a business that is very result-oriented. Now, there are teams out there like the Browns who don't win. But they still make money. They have a fan base. I actually have a Browns t-shirt. I was enjoying watching the Browns. It's a team where there's that small part of your heart that goes, I wish they would be be decent. Even when they beat my Chicago Bears into the dirt this year, there's still that small part of you that feels, well, I hope the Browns be, are decent. And even though my Bears and NFC North there's a small part of all of us that wishes the Detroit Lions wouldn't be terrible. And they're on the up and up. The Browns went came off of a 11-5 year, making it to the playoffs. And then this year, I believe, went 8-9 and did not make the playoffs. Baker Mayfield suffered a shoulder injury and tried to play through it with a big sling wrapped around his shoulder, which restricted throwing motions. And you could tell he was uncomfortable. They went through roster changes. They have a good offensive line. They have a good running game. Defensive line is good. But they lost Odell Beckham Jr. They lost a couple of 
things on offense, just injuries catch up to you. And when your quarterback is not healthy and you don't have a decent backup, things like this happen. And as we all know in sports, but professional sports, there's up and downs. You have up and down seasons, unless you're Tom Brady's or Peyton Manning's and fortunate enough to have those. People are going to have down years. Teams are going to have down years and teams are going to have high years. This kind of goes back to what I talk about in college football, where people feel they are better than what they are. I've always brought up Michigan football. I've brought up Notre Dame football. I've even talked about this with Illini basketball fans. I think some Cleveland Browns fans wanted Baker Mayfield, but they're quick to churn to get Deshaun Watson, who has not won a Super Bowl, but is a pretty good quarterback. But they're very quick when they make the playoffs and then they don't make the playoffs this year just by a few games. All of a sudden, the Browns feel like they are, oh, we're, we are supposed to be way, way up here. It's called consistency. For example, the Brown, the Cincinnati Bengals went waves last year. Not very good, but when they were healthy this year, they went up. This year, we're going to see what kind of wave they ride. Teams are in waves especially in the NFL. Teams are going to get better. Teams are going to take a step backwards. There's going to be personnel changes that cause this. We've seen it with many teams. We've seen it with many good teams. But now we have to go to the business side. Even as a Cleveland Browns, where you haven't won a Super Bowl, I don't think ever, you haven't been to the playoffs since I've been alive until until last year. It's still a business to make money. That's the ultimate line. They want to win because winning involves making money. It involves getting more eyes on your team. It involves ticket sales, buying t-shirts, buying jerseys, ads, sponsorships. There are just things that you get money for. And it's a big global thing or big in the United States because when the team does good, the restaurants around them do pretty well at the same time. But there's also a thing called loyalty. There's a thing called you're a man of your word. Baker Mayfield has recently come out and said he is frustrated because he was told one thing and then they do another. And you can't blame Baker Mayfield for being frustrated for being the Cleveland Browns quarterback, probably being told you're the quarterback, probably trying to build you to be the future, you know, the face of the franchise. And then the moment Deshaun Watson is good to go, they sign him. And so you cannot blame Baker Mayfield for being upset, frustrated, or angry. And it's a situation not to compete for a starting job. It's, I'm a starting quarterback in the NFL. See, quarterbacks in the NFL, quarterbacks in general, and I don't want to you know offend anybody, they're very high maintenance nowadays. So when a quarterback is a starter, It's very hard for them to go to being a backup. Now, there's some that can do it. Nick Foles, for example, starter, was a backup. Then he started a couple times, but he has made that transition and has done it gracefully. But you've got Peyton Manning's of the world that would never take a step back. You have Tom Brady's, of course. But there are other quarterbacks out there that this is very difficult for them, especially if you start in college and then you're starting in the NFL. Now, it's one thing if Baker Mayfield gets traded to a team where they tell him, hey, We have an established guy here. You're going to be a backup. And maybe he has to do that to get out of this Cleveland thing. Now, I know maybe what, if you're still listening with me, what what do you mean? 
could you be a backup in Cleveland? No, because you were married or in a relationship with this, and then a new person comes in. No, the marriage is done. When you bring in another starting quarterback, it's one thing to bring in a quarterback and say it's going to be a backup. Kind of like Mitchell Trubisky when he went to the Bills. They told Josh Allen, hey, we're just bringing in another guy. He's going to be a backup. Just, God forbid, something happens to you. We have somebody that can come in that has played a lot of football. You're the starter. Nothing's going to happen. If they brought Deshaun Watson in as a backup, which he would never accept, but told Baker Mayfield, hey, this is just because we want someone that's competent to be able to play quarterback because of your shoulder. We don't know what's going to happen. That's different. And again, he probably got told one thing and they did another. So I understand the business. We all get the business. We all work for businesses. We understand. Some businesses are more lenient than others. NFL, it's cutthroat. It's called That's why it's called not for long. But there also has to be a thing called man of your word. So if you told Baker Mayfield this is what you're going to do, and then Deshaun Watson shows up, and then you pull Baker Mayfield in and say, listen, we appreciate what you've done for us. We feel like Deshaun Watson is going to be a better fit. Yes, that's still an awkward conversation. It's it's not it's not you, it's us. It's us. We think he's better for us. You're better for somebody else. And teams get it wrong when they pick. But Baker Mayfield went on a podcast and talked about how he felt disrespected, talked about he had the injury, and then talked about, true, he had different head coaches every year. He had different coordinators every year. This reminds me of Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler went through the same thing with the Bears. Now, Jay Cutler won games, threw a lot of touchdowns, and threw for a lot of yards. But that was one thing with the Bears that was very frustrating, where you have good wide receivers and a good quarterback, but when you keep changing systems, you keep changing head coaches, or you have the same head coach, but you're changing coordinators, so the offense keeps changing, it's hard to get in a rhythm. And the same thing for Baker Mayfield. Now, People talk about Baker Mayfield's height, his arm strength. Can he see over the offensive line? Well, I was never a huge Baker Mayfield fan in college. There are some things that you consider cocky about him. But I make I, when I go listen to him talk on podcasts or interviews, and he is 100% himself, it's hard to continue to hate him. He's just competitive. He does things and everything else. Yes, he's not my absolute favorite, but he's a guy that cares and competes, and he is himself. Browns knew that when they got him. People know this about him going to the NFL. And to me, you never want someone to change. You want them to stay who they are, especially in the NFL. If you try to change them. Now, it's one thing. How do you handle media? How do you handle talking? That that part of thing. But playing in the game, if that's who you are and it works for you, great. The height thing didn't bother him at Oklahoma, who had tall offensive linemen. And it didn't bother him when they went 11-5. and five. Now, is he this... And again, no disrespect to Baker Mayfield because, again, all these guys I would love to have conversations with. Is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. As of right now, no. And in the future, probably not. But he's a competitor, wants to win, got set back by injuries. They were going to take try to take that next step forward. So Baker Mayfield went on his podcast and talked about um, how he feels disrespected. He doesn't know where he's going to go. So let's take a listen to Baker Mayfield on the podcast that he was on and talk about exactly what happened. Right now is like I really, truly, honestly have no regrets of my time in Cleveland of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know 
know that. And that's why I can walk away from the whole situation feeling like I, I did it. And now, do you, feel like, do you feel like the way the office has handled it has been disrespectful to you, given, what's, given where you came in and where they are now? And uh, I mean, yeah, the respect thing is like, it, it's all, it's all going to be like a personal opinion. Yeah, like, and I don't, I, no, I, I feel disrespected, 100%, mm-hmm. because I was told one thing and they completed did another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. And you know what? Okay, I got, I got my taste of it because I've had four different head coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. I've had, talk about the highs. They always come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> always come yeah. back. But like, I mean, I had great times my rookie year. Like, I didn't, I didn't start in the beginning. I came in and got to have fun the back half of the year. Twenty nineteen sucked. Twenty twenty was great. Made the playoffs. Twenty twenty one was miserable. It's like, yeah. I'm just looking for stabilization right now, and like, I know what I need to do for right. me to be to be the best version of me right. and to be able to lead an organization. And like, I'm in a good place right now. Right. To where like, I have no clue where I'm going. So he said he felt disrespected, of course, we talked about. Um, he said that he got told one thing and they did another, and he talked about, you know, he wants stability because he's had different head coaches and different coordinators, and these are valid points. And Baker Mayfield, you know, maybe not the best stats, but he led them to the playoffs, and like you said, it, it came in waves. He was injured, and you notice how he didn't immediately talk about blaming everything on his injury but that, that's probably, you know, if you watch the games, it was pretty obvious that it bothered him. Like he said, in 2018, he came in um, back half of the rookie year. I believe it was 2018. You know, and, um, you know, they went six and seven, they went six and 10, and then they went 11 and five, and then they up going, you know, uh, he himself as a starter, um, six and eight. He didn't get to play every game because of the injury. Um, he threw, he's thrown for 14,125 yards. He has 92 touchdowns to 56 interceptions, which is a lot because that was 19 through 21 interceptions this year. He threw 13. Now you could tell where he was getting better from 2019. He had the 22 touchdowns, to 21 interceptions, which is bad, but then he had 26 touchdowns to interceptions. So they got, they were better. They started, you know, they got to the next up forward, but then the injury happened. Now, again, it's the NFL. They're not going to look for excuses. They want results. But then, so I guess the question for people out there is, did he get a fair shot? Is Deshaun Watson actually going to come in and make the Browns this whole Super Bowl thing? And what if one of these 12 things for Deshaun Watson goes sideways? You know what I mean? So they're taking a big risk. He's He has valid points. Um, the one team I think, like I said, he thought he was going to go to the Indianapolis Colts. He came out and said he thought if you asked him before, he would go with the Indianapolis Colts. Um. Again, one thing I like that he said was he said I'm in a good place right now, but I have no clue where I'm going. So it's kind of excitement. And he said if this would have been a week and a half ago, I would have said Indianapolis, but now he's saying Seattle is probably the most likely option. Even then, I have no idea. I'm ready for the next chapter, the next opportunity, because the only one I'm guaranteed with the next spot is one year. I have one more year of guaranteed contract. I have one year wherever I go, and it's my next interview. It's something to put on my resume for the next job, whether it be I play that year, uh, wherever it's going to be, and they extend me for longer, or if that's the year and I get picked up somewhere else. I know I have one year to do as much as I possibly can. It's not extra pressure. It's just I've been here before. Um, Most teams are seeing quarterbacks have addressed all their needs. Um, 
And they have to be willing to pay the $18 million that he is going to be guaranteed with the one year. Right now, Seattle is the best fit because currently they have Drew Locke penciled in as their starter. Um, when they sent Russell Wilson over, um, I think Baker Mayfield is better than Drew Locke. Um, so I, I don't know what's taking so long. Um, is it a character thing, which was a big talk about when he came out of college from Oklahoma, which was valid. But when you've listened to him talk and give his side of things and talk about you know everything that has happened, um, you know, you understand where he comes from. He's a competitor. I think he's gotten better. Um, I've not watched every Browns game, but when you watch him from being at Oklahoma throughout the NFL, I think he's gotten better with some of the things that were a concern. Um, then, you know, people could talk about his height. Well, Russell Wilson's not that tall. Um, he can throw it. So there's there's that type of things. Not comparing him to Russell Wilson, but some of those things got to be thrown out the window for excuses. So Baker Mayfield does deserve to continue to play. He's a competitor. If he's healthy, I think good things could happen. And I think if he goes to Seattle, where you have Pete Carroll, established coach, there are still weapons there. Um, another team that wanted him and has talked about getting him is the Carolina Panthers. But some players there have, you know, said they don't want him. But then you have Cleveland Browns players coming out talking about you know how tough he is he's you know a leader so people are on his side and people aren't on his side people in the media definitely are on his side and i think he deserves another shot carolina um i mean coach you know over there maybe i think Pete carroll would be a better fit because of the um success he had in college coaching the type of quarterbacks he did in college you know being able to established at Seattle, even though last year was not very good, and now they're out with Russell Wilson. Um, and again, like he said, he wants to go somewhere to play, and it's going to be on a year deal. And if he does well enough, that team could extend it. But if not, he still does well, and the team says, hey, you know, we're going to draft somebody else or we're able to get somebody else. That's an interview to show a team like, hey, I went here in this situation. Um, I think he needs to go to Seattle, but, you know, I don't know what everybody thinks. I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. So hopefully he will end up at Seattle. That would be a good spot for him. Other NFL news, the Raiders are keeping their quarterback. They have come to an agreement with Derek Carr on his contract extension. The deal is for three years, $121.5 million. Includes a no-trade clause, according to reports, um... The extension was long time coming. It shows that the franchise is all in on him being the signal caller for the foreseeable future. The deal is both player and team friendly packed after the silver and black spent so much money building around him this offseason. Carr was finally able to get some contract security himself because, as you know, they signed Devontae Adams to be the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. And Josh McDaniel, the play caller for the Patriots, is now their head coach. So now Derek Carr who, again, people sometimes talk down on, not quite like Baker Mayfield, but they have talked about Derek Carr as clutch, you know, throwing and everything else, has been a decent quarterback. Not been a terrible quarterback, especially this past year. Actually had really good numbers. So now you have him locked in. You have weapons. Now they have to address, you know, the run game and everything else. But now he has guys consistently to throw to, and you have Devontae Adams. 
Now there's now with Josh McDaniels coming in, who, you know, he was a head coach at the Denver Broncos, was able to win a little bit, then he went back to the Patriots. The question mark on him is, is he actually an offensive genius? Is he actually this really good offensive mind? Or was it just because you're under Bill Belichick's system and his culture and you had Tom Brady? And then for a little bit, you had Jimmy G. So now the pressure is going to be on Derek Carr a little bit. But by pressure, I mean he just has to live up to that contract. But the pressure of he's with the Las Vegas Raiders and all that, you have this team. I think he's going to... They're going to be a pretty good team. It's an exciting time to be a Las Vegas Raider fan. And I know a handful, and they're going to be excited. But now Josh McDaniels is going to have all this pressure. Now you have the quarterback. You've got some weapons. You've got to build up that defense. Now we got to see if Josh McDaniels is going to be the quarterback. And people talk down on Derek Carr. But when you look at, again, numbers aren't everything, but they do mean something. Uh, he has 31,700 passing yards, 193 touchdowns, and 85 interceptions. Um, his completion percentage sits at 65. Um, now, has he had some down years? Absolutely he has. Um, but last year was pretty good. He had 4,804 yards, which was the most he has thrown being a Raider. Um 23 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. Eh, you know, that's not the greatest, but the team itself had a good run game. Um, he did go 10 and 7. You know, they did get to the playoffs and, you know, went, you know, pretty good. You know, now the records aren't always there. Back to 16, though, they did go 12 and 3. They've, again, Baker Mayfield talk about roller coasters, you know, different coordinators and different head coaches, you know, even though they had a little bit consistent. And then last year, you know, dealing with, you know, Gruden and that whole situation. So, uh, you know, 13 and or three and 13, seven and nine, 12 and three, six and nine, four and 12, seven, nine, eight, eight, 10, and seven. So he's just been a solid, consistent quarterback. But the Raiders have had their own issues of if the run game was their offensive line issues, um, defense, they're spending, giving the coach $100 million and spending the money here. But with Josh McDaniels coming in as an offensive mind, like a current offensive mind, not out of the game for you know many many years, it's going to be on him to try to get Derek Carr to you know buy in and you know play well with this offense. See what kind of offensive mind you really are. And we all know Bill Belichick, assistant coaches, they don't do that well when they leave home. Uh, when they finally move out, they really don't do that well. But this is his second time, so let's see if Josh McDaniels can be the you know, Bill Belichick assistant outside of Nick Saban that can actually do something. Um, but some people I already, you know, have seen, they're not a fan of the Derek Carr extension. And again, it goes back to, well, who are you going to get outside of that? You know, that's why some of these teams that don't make certain quarterback moves, always the question is, well, who are you going to get? And are you okay with what you have and know what you have? Right now, I mean, the Raiders could have done something for Baker Mayfield, but they're looking at it going, well, we have the same type of quarterback in Derek Carr um, who's done a lot for us, and that's where that respect factor of the business side comes in to keep him. Um, you know, I don't know if they were in the Deshaun Watson talk. I don't know if there was other quarterback talks out there. Um, I don't I, – I thought I, – I believe someone said Aaron Rodgers, but I don't believe Aaron Rodgers would go play there. He would stay a Packer 
or he would go play for the 49ers. He wants to go somewhere uh, that's warm, but somewhere that he is familiar with. So good for Derek Carr. Excited the Raiders are going to be good. Um, that combination of him and Devontae Adams is going to be deadly. Now, Devontae Adams, I do have to warn you, it's not going to be the same as Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to look the same. It's not going to be on the same timing. Um, but they're smart enough and good enough to figure it out. But congratulations, Derek Carr. Watch out for the Raiders. They are going to be a good team. And I'm very curious to see how the offense is going to work under Josh McDaniels and see if he can't build um, a team like Bill Belichick has done. Because, like I said, Bill Belichick, um, assistant coaches just do not do that well. Before we get into the final topic of the podcast, all you football coaches, if you're still listening with me, um, we are. Some of you guys have done spring ball, which I'm jealous of for high school. But as high school coaches, it is now April. We are getting closer to our summer stuff, and so it's time to start thinking ahead for your big guys in the trenches, the best position in football because they hit every single play. But guess what? You're putting their helmets on in the summer. They you know they're doing drills. They're hitting there. They're hitting in the game. That's a lot of blows that they that happens, and that's a lot of scuffing on the helmet too. But the biggest thing to talk about is it's a lot of hits. So there's a way to protect the shells and and, and help protect your guys, and that's guardian caps. It, it absorbs the impact up to 33%. It's worn by over five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges like Oklahoma, Penn State, uh, and Alabama. So I'm telling you right now, if Nick Saban's going to have them wear it, I mean, we obviously can. But I also know in high school you have a budget, you have to fundraise, and everything else. Everything costs a lot of money. But coaches, you know we love to save money. Um, and I'm here to save you money. So if you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps and use the code 15OFF, it will save you 15% off your order. Um, so if you go do that for me, uh, it helps support the podcast, helps save you money. Um, so again, guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps. Use the code 15OFF to save 15% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Caps, for sponsoring the podcast. One thing I wanted to talk about real quick is the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs for a few years now, especially with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they have been good. I'm not going to lie. They've been a good team. But this offseason, I think they're going to look a little different. One, they are bringing back Mad Nagy to work, I think, with quarterbacks or anything. So that's going to affect them. We've seen what Matt Nagy has done with quarterbacks at the Chicago Bears. So I think that's going to affect them. But one thing I don't know if a lot of people have talked about is the, the Tyreek Hill. Losing Tyreek Hill is going to affect that offense. Well, you know, Steve, it's only one player. Have you guys watched the Kansas City Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal. He makes throws that are absolutely crazy. And and yes, the quarterback has to get them the ball. But what do they do after the ball? Looking at the Kansas City Chiefs offense looks unfair. It looks like a Madden team created. How many times have we seen Tyreek Hill come across the middle, catch the ball, and he he's so fast that he just takes off. How many times have we seen Terry Kill go deep and we just throw because he could outrun everybody? How many times have we seen him just burst because he looks like a track guy running for football because he was a track guy, but it looks like he's in a track meet? That's going to hurt Patrick Mahomes. It's going to affect that offense. And also losing Sammy Watkins to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is probably really happy that they got him. 
Hoffman got him for a one-year deal for $4 million. That's another guy that's going to affect the offense from the Chiefs. Now, you're still going to have your weapons. You're still going to have, you know, Kelsey out there who, you know, it's third and five, you're going to throw it to him. But is that a guy that can handle catching all these passes? Now, the Chiefs did go out and sign um, Juju Smith from the Steelers. This is going to help them with that wide receiving core, but he is not Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. Now, Juju's going to be that guy where, again, you're in the red zone and you need to throw to somebody who's going to get it. It's third and two. Now you got to decide you're going to try, you know, it's third and two, third and five. Are you going to stop Kelsey? You're going to stop Juju. That is putting that into a situation, which is awesome for the Chiefs offense. But what I mean is they're still going to be able to move the ball. They're still going to be able to score, but it's going to be different. It's going to be different. One, Matt Nagy is going to be in Patrick Mahomes' ear. That's not going to help. But two, now defenses aren't going to be as quote-unquote worried about the speed. Now they don't have to do as much. Now Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to move around. They're going to watch that Bengals film and, and repeat what the Bengals were doing. But now, oh my gosh, like we can't let this guy get underneath of us because he's gone in the speed. When you're out, Sammy Watkins is really fast. You're out, Tyreek Hill. That, that affects a lot of things more than I think what people realize. So I think the, the, the Chiefs are still going to have a good offense. But it's not going to be this huge explosive thing like that we saw. It's just not going to be. Because so many eyes will go to Tyreek Hill because of the speed. It's not necessarily when you know when they have two eyes on Randy Moss, who was fast but not Tyreek Hill fast. There's going to have two eyes on Juju or whoever. But it's different. And what I mean by that is with Tyreek Hill, they literally had to bring someone over down here and up here because they don't want him to run. The thing with Juju, they'll have a guy here, but then they can just rotate a guy up top and they got linebackers in the middle, if that makes sense. So it's going. the defense is going to play them differently. And if they're able to be physical with Juju, which you can be, and then Ty, and then Kelsey, if he's going to be able to handle it because he's getting a year older, and they make Patrick Mahomes move around, that's not necessarily what they want to do. They can, but Andy Reid wants him to stand in the pocket and throw. Are they going to be a contender for the Super Bowl again? Yes, absolutely. I'm not saying that but I think it's really going to affect them in the early stages of the season and they can't afford to lose a couple of games and they're not supposed to because I'm telling you right now, losing Sammy Watkins, losing Tyree Kill, that is going to really affect this offense. It Because I'm telling you right now, how easy is it for Patrick Mahomes to be like, oh, it's third and one, it's fourth and one, where's Tyree Kill and give it to him because he's going to outrun everybody. How it just it's, It was unfair. Now, I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a tougher time in Miami than he is in, in Kansas City, but this is kind of where all the money spending comes on. It's hard to keep tons of stars and pro bowlers. It is easy at first when they're rookie contracts or haven't earned these big-time contracts to keep these guys on the same team, but when they start establishing and they start getting better, they're going to demand more money, and you're paying Patrick Mahomes a half a billion dollars that's going to affect things. People want to talk about Aaron Rodgers being selfish and wanting this money and this and that. What's going to start happening when they to the Kansas City Chiefs here eventually? Now, if they can find a way, because we all know the salary cap is fake, but there's going to come a time where they have to start paying people, and it's starting to happen. Tyreek Hill is gone. Sammy Watkins is gone. Now they did get Juju. But at some point, you're going to have to look back at that Patrick Mahomes contract and say, should we have gave him $500 million? Well, we could have maybe gave him... 
$230 million or something like that and have all this extra money for players. So I don't want to hear the thing about Aaron Rodgers because we're going to start seeing it with that. This is going to hit a wall eventually. And when it hits the wall, let's look back at that money. And again, losing Tyreek Hill, it's going to affect that offense, I think, more than people realize because he it was unfair. He was a Madden. It looked like someone created him on Madden. So it is going to affect that offense. They are going to compete for the Super Bowl, but it is going to affect it. Um, thank you guys for, so much uh, for watching and or listening. Again, the YouTube channel, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow it or uh, subscribe and like like on the uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Uh, the podcast can be found anywhere you listen to your podcast. Follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend. Um, give it a, a review and a star rating on Apple. Um, if you want extra Again, there's extra stuff on the Patreon. So go to patreon.com, the Coach Steve Show. There's extra stuff on there to help support the show. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, Thank you guys for watching and or listening. Um, This is Coach Steve, and we will see you next time. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.